This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get back into it. We'll update the news in 11 minutes' time. On the other side of 6 o'clock, we'll talk to John Carpe, who's with the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. Uh, We've been addressing some of the things that may be unconstitutional, including the Ontario Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Uh, But I wanted to pick up on something else. A guy in Manitoba with a vanity license plate has been uh, taking his case right up to the top of the food chain. (laughs) It's a constitutional issue, believe it or not. And our legal expert, Joseph Newberger, as well. Some interesting case studies that were put by him. Although, uh, speaking of law and order, you know, the police have been wrestling with this whole issue of whether or not uh, street checks or carding uh, should still be permissible. We know in 2015 here in Toronto, they discontinued the practice, uh, citing, amongst other things, complaints that marginalized and racialized communities were being inordinately picked on. Justice Tulloch uh, from the Court of Appeal here came out with a 310-page report and explained himself or elaborated earlier this afternoon and effectively uh, said there should still be an allowance for street checks or a certain form of engagement. It's not really carting. There is a distinction. The question whether or not, though, uh, this kind of uh, notion that engagement on a, a certain level, does it unnecessarily tie the hands of police and make it more difficult for them to uh, try to address crime? Adrian, let me go to you first off on this one. Yeah, it's our editorial today in the paper, actually. Um, look, it's an exhaustive report, 310 or 11 pages, that does suggest that there has been um, an issue with uh, agencies, law enforcement agencies, that no longer uh, uh, do the street street checks. I've always maintained the, from the from the get go, this ha- no one's civil liberties should be violated. Absolutely not, and absolutely this the carding issue was abused. No, no doubt. Um, but I think that what has ultimately happened is we have taken away so many tools from law enforcement to be able to to tackle some of these um, gang related issues and and some of these other things. There is an ability for that for the police to engage with communities to continue to do street checks. I think that there there has to be a happy medium in between them. But the report never really talked about giving cops, um, giving police tools. Mm-hmm. It was more of a review of the review of the review. Mm-hmm. So I think there's no great solutions in this. Well, the problem, too, is a lot of this is subjective as to what does include a street check or what comprises a street check. Earlier in the hour, actually, David Perry had joined us, a former cop of 28 years here in Toronto and Global News Radio's crime and security analyst. Here's what he had to say. Just a talk recommends that there's a report that that police officer has to put in and answer questions from A to R. So I think that's some 18 questions. And those questions, uh, you know, are, are some of them I find very troubling. And and at the end of the day, what police officer is going to want to go over and do his or her job and, and to investigate somebody when they know that, number one, they've got to fill out all this paperwork, and there's enough of that. All right. So, Michael Giles, is it too onerous? I mean, 18 questions or criteria that have to be satisfied before you approach somebody? Yeah, I think that sounds a little too onerous. I mean, I think, there, as Adrian said, there has to be some kind of happy medium. <clears throat> we need to find it. You know, I, I always remember that I, I refer to this fairly regularly. I grew up in Belfast, and that was in the time of the height of the Troubles. And I'll tell you, one of the things that, that alienated the, and we lived in the nationalist side of Belfast, um, one of the things that alienated the community almost more than anything else was the ability of the police and the army to stop people at random, sometimes arrest them because they could take them into custody without charge during the sort of a, a period where it's a misguided policy for a few years. But that whole notion of dividing us and them was emphasized by that because you're walking down a street. It could be, you know, a woman going shopping, uh, a man going shopping, anything. Just you've got your back and they stop you. 
And it had an enormous impact on just separating people because they automatically always became the enemy because of this going on. So I think there has to be a, a balance here. And, and quite frankly, in a lot of the communities where there are, you know, uh, crime issues, I think a lot of communities would want some kind of balance. They want street, you know, some level of street checks where, you know, they, they'll feel safer. But again, it's all about balance and it's about, you know, protecting people's constitution, right? You just can't go around stopping people. And, and again, referring to what Adrian said, you know, I think there was an abuse and that's where this whole thing fell down because the very fact that it became abused. Right. And so uh, when the Royal Ulster Constabulary would stop you... Oh, don't talk about them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> thought you were a member of the IRA. Did you that's send right. something back for the boys? Yeah, something that's right. Boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't tell them. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Sherry, I mean, uh, this whole idea, should a, a police officer still have the, the ability to uh, conduct street checks? Well, they always have. I mean, what this report says is what a, a lot of folk already knew is that carding... Is it, effective. It's not effective. It doesn't work. It doesn't cut down on crime rate. It doesn't help okay. people solve crimes. But, you know, street checks, when done properly, do. that. That's the difference. And the difference is maybe not 18 questions you have to fill out and mm-hmm. type up and do a report, but that there's some just cause before you stop somebody, that you have some reason All to right. stop them. Reasonable other suspicion. Than reasonable suspicion. So it's not that, arbitrary, it's not random. Absolutely. And, and police have always had that ability. They still have that ability. And trust me, they still use that ability. Um, but this random carding, I've never been carded in my life. I grew up in this town. I know know people of color and indigenous people have been carted dozens of times for, for just wandering on the streets. That's a problem. And that's what this report, uh, you know, really deals with. Finally, thank you. All right. Well, I think we probably reached a broad consensus on this issue, whether or not now the police or I guess the Ford government's going to come out with a response in kind or some kind of a report as a follow-up. This was merely a recommendation or a series of recommendations, so we'll await and see what that's all about. Final question I've got to ask you, because there was an interesting story about a Canadian, a Toronto man, who actually tried to break into the White House <laughs> or get out of the to take two bottles of Crown Royal to Donald Trump, which I kind of understand because, uh, you know, A, he's re-gifting, we know that, uh, but the point is he'd rather have a drink with Trump than even go up to Ottawa and share one Justin Trudeau around the horn quickly. I mean, uh, would you have a drink with Trump if they were availed? If uh, it were availed to you, Michael? I don't think so, but I definitely would Why not. not? Show up the Why way. would you turn? Well, up? I don't know. I'd be afraid of what he'd put on Twitter afterwards. I, I, I definitely, if I was going to have a drink with Trump, I wouldn't show up at the White House after midnight and start moving security barriers. It's a little bit of an occupational hazard. All right, uh, that's going to get you a disinvite, Adrian. How about you? Oh hell yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then I would help him craft his tweets. Sure. <laughs> and he doesn't drink, so I'd get to drink all this booze. Whoa, there so you that's go. There you go. <laughs> Which leads to the question, I mean, if you know somebody doesn't drink, is it still appropriate to bring them a bottle of gift of booze? <laughs> yeah, they'll re-gift. They will. That's they'll kind of where re-gift, I... Re-gift, re-gift. <laughs> they got it. Yeah, it, it's funny because I went to a party over New Year's. Um, out, it took two bottles of wine, and this was a particularly luxe house. And they said, no, 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 just leave it on the steps. And I thought... Okay, after I drank their wine, I thought, now I see why. <laughs> so maybe, you know, Crown Royal. Anyway, this is a good ad for Crown Royal. Let's let's face it. I mean, I, we talk about publicity. Um, yeah, the guy has some issues, some mental health issues. Let's just put that out there. Um, uh, would I have a drink with Trump? For sure. Are you kidding? I'd tweet about it. <laughs> wow, see, that's good. That's, that's appropriate right there yeah. because he's a fascinating or an interesting, even if you don't agree with his politics necessarily. But I like the angle that this is good politics. Publicity for Crown Royal. It's probably the marketing manager. <laughs> what, a, what a brilliant campaign! Take for the team. Right. It, it really it is. It's a brilliant and campaign. Who got the bottles? Yeah, <laughs> the arresting officer. Yeah, I'm sure these guys at the gate. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. always the recipients of the good hooch. All right, guys. Thank you.
all for coming in this Friday afternoon. Adrian Batra, the Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, and Michael Giles. Happy New Year. Good to see you again, and uh, we'll talk next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 